Hello, Marketeers. Welcome to another episode of AEC Marketeer Podcast, exploring AEC marketing and beyond. I'm your host, Keelan Cox, and I'll be exploring marketing trends and answering your most pressing questions to help you thrive as an AEC Marketeer. Hello, Marketeers, and welcome to part two of my collaboration with David LaCours from PSM Show. Last week, I interviewed David about effective AEC websites. This week, he is interviewing me about my experience at small, medium, and large size AEC firms. What I saw, some of the pros, some of the cons, benefits, all the things. So I hope you enjoy. Hello, I'm David LaCours, and I'm joined by a special guest, Keelan Cox, to talk about the differences of working at marketing firms that are small, medium, and large. So welcome to the show, Keelan. Thank you. Keelan Cox is our guest today, and she is currently the Senior Marketing Specialist at Stantec, and she is also a host of the AEC Marketeer podcast. Did I say that yeah. right, Keelan? You did. Yep. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> and what we thought we'd do is a, you know, as the kids are calling it, a collab, a collaboration between <laughs> uh, two different podcasts, PSM Show and AEC Marketer. So you may be hearing this episode on one of the platforms. If you subscribe to both and you're really ambitious and you're listening to it on both, then you get both. But we thought that it would be a good way to sort of build audience membership on platforms that maybe people aren't familiar with. So we're excited to do that. Yeah. And uh, I would love for our audience to to get to know you and a little bit about your career path so they have an understanding of, of where you're coming from. So take it away, Keelan. Yeah. So I studied environmental studies in college, not really anything to do with marketing. And when I graduated, I immediately went straight to work in Chile in South America. So I started my AEC journey at a really small architecture firm in Chile in Santiago and covered for someone on maternity leave, left there, worked at a startup that was an environmental consulting startup, and then moved back to California and my dad at the time, I, I couldn't find anything in environmental consulting, which is what I wanted to do. And he looked at me and he was like, Keelan, you know, you're a really good writer and my industry could always use really good writers. Can I introduce you to our marketing and BD manager, Sue Pender? So I was like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Take me to yes, her. Yes, dad. I need a job. Yeah. <laughs> so... I met up with Sue and I was like, okay, tell me what you do day to day. That's all I really care about. Yeah. I don't really care about your title. I don't care <laughs> what your job description actually says. I want to know what you do. And she pulled out this beautiful, massive binder that was now that I think about it, like a major submittal. Mm -hmm. And I fell in love right then and there. And she's <laughs> like, you have to be <laughs> really detail oriented, schedule driven, I was like, yep, that's me. I want to do this. So she helped me get my first job at an extremely small civil engineering company called Innate Specialists. I believe I was the first female they ever hired. And I was one of 10, yeah. maybe. And worked there for 
I want to say like a year and a half and then moved on to a mid-sized firm called Faithful and Gould. And now I'm at Stantec, which is an extremely large firm. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> this is why I thought you'd be the perfect guest for this topic. Cause you have experience in all three. Yep. Sort of like, what is it? Goldilocks and the three bears. Not too small, yes. not too, <laughs> but just right. Exactly. <laughs> Awesome. Well, that's cool. So I'm excited yeah. to hear your perspective on, on the different sizes, obviously. So just to give our audience a, a full picture, what are some things you do for fun? Um, I've gotten really into pottery lately. I find that it tests my patience. Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> and control, like if you yes. have any control issues, I hear stuff. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's really useful and really like hiking because of COVID, I've gotten very into making cocktails. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For many reasons, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I mean, that I, I read a lot. I wouldn't consider that super fun, but it is something I really enjoy. Yeah, no, absolutely. Awesome. Well, great. And so I think we should give our audience before we start some context. So when I say small, medium and large firms, that can mean a lot of things to a lot of people, depending on the sort of the size of firm that they're at. But I thought that we would, and, and this is certainly not scientific. It's just sort of my perception of, of working in industry for 20 years. And, and Keelan, obviously feel free to disagree. But I was imagining a, a small firm just for this conversation is less than 30 people, a medium mm -hmm. firm, 30 to 300, and then large greater than 300. So does that line up with like your job experience that you just told me or should we adjust that at all? I think Faithful and Gould is definitely more than 300 people. Okay. I considered it a mid-sized firm yeah. just based on working at Stantec now. Right, right. But, <laughs> which, which is how many? Oh God, uh, 22,000. Yeah, okay, right. Yeah. Yeah, so again, like these, right, we don't have to be hard and fast with these numbers. Uh, right. I'm just trying to give somebody, you know, a, a little bit of a sense. And, 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 you know, a lot of times it's sort of like a mindset too, less than an actual number. You know, I think some firms think of themselves as a certain sort of size uh, yeah. in just how they approach the way they run their organization. So Agreed, yeah. And I, I think kind of what I've found is in, in talking to different marketers, there's this perception that the grass is always greener, right? So I think I talk to people that are really huge firms and they're like, gosh, I really wish I was at a smaller firm. I could, I could do more things and, and then vice versa, you know, like people at real small firms are longing to, to work for a bigger firm. And I don't know that the grass is always greener. So I thought it would be good to sort of like maybe dispel some myths or talk about advantages and disadvantages, but yeah, like maybe just on a personal, you know, note, having worked at three different sizes, what do you find that you prefer? Personally, I prefer a large firm. Yeah. Well, that's good since you're at one now, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> How come? I really like big strategy. I like working on really big pursuits. Yeah. And I don't think that's necessarily possible if you're at a 10 person firm. Right. So that, I mean, that's my major driver. Yeah. And in terms of big pursuits, I, I, can only assume that means like just a lot of different players, obviously scope dollars is usually huge. Maybe it spans multiple locations. Are, are all those sort of factors that you find exciting? Yeah. I like working with other firms. And I think when you're at a large firm, you get to do that. You get to 
go into partnerships as design build. You get to work with sub consultants. So you're kind of not limited to just your own company in terms of the people you get to work with. Right. And because the, I guess, you know, the size of the binder (laughs) that you're going to end up submitting is, I'm imagining, larger, although the binder that somebody showed you at your very first job seemed pretty big to you at the time. I imagine there's just a lot more, I guess, coordination and it seems like that fits well with your personality. You just like that sort of level of organization and being on top of things. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I like the moving parts. Right. Right. Yeah. And there's a lot. I mean, so I think some people probably feel more comfortable not having so many parts. So I think it's good. Yeah. You know, I guess sort of know thyself is sort of the takeaway perhaps here. And then, then finding a firm that maybe fits one's personality is the way to go. So if you could, Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Didn't mean to cut you off. That was it. All right. Um, (laughs) So if we could like go in the Wayback machine to back when you were a marketer at a smaller firm, Mm -hmm. can you remember maybe some of the advantages of that situation? Yeah. I think that when I was person, and this is just me speaking from my personal experience, one of the things that I do sort of miss is having a direct line to your CEO or the owner of the company. You get to actually bring your ideas directly to the top, quote unquote. Yeah. So you're working with them every single day. They have a wealth of knowledge. So instead of just working with your manager, you get to work with the person that runs the ship. And I think I learned a lot from the owner of the small companies that I've been at. Yeah, that seems really nice. And that, and I imagine it's a two-way street in that, right, they're, they're feeding you information, but then you are gathering intelligence and, and you have the ability to potentially feed that CEO or whoever is running the firm information as well. And I would think that that would make for better marketing. Yeah. And you have more opportunities. Like at Innate Specialist, their logo is a square. Yeah. And I am no graphic designer, but I could tell them your logo is not up to scratch from what I've seen. Yeah. So I literally just went and made a new logo and was like, hey, what do you think about this? Yeah. yeah and he's yeah. like, yeah, it looks good. Let's do it. Right. And that was it. Yes. I imagine that not going over at Santec. No. <laughs> <laughs> Guess what? Well, 22,000. I'm designing a new logo yeah. during lunchtime. Yeah. And <laughs> you are all going to use it. Because yeah. I made it. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I mean, that sort of direct access to senior folks, if, especially if you're a, a junior marketer, would be inspiring and, and be an advantage of working at a smaller firm. And I think you alluded to it kind of without saying it is that you can do a lot more types of things. You're going to have your, like, can I suspect you were the only marketer at that firm? Yes. Yeah. 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 So, you are the entire marketing department. So anything Mm -hmm. marketing related, you're going to be doing it. So, I mean, that's pretty cool. Like, especially maybe as a more junior marketer that didn't know exactly what their strengths were, or, Mm -hmm. you know, just kind of wanted to experience a lot of different aspects, you know, everything from PR, like you (laughs) took over branding. Right. um, you know, pursuits, strategic planning, you know, like all the different things, you're 
going to potentially have your, your finger in, if not running the whole thing. So I think that is a, a big advantage. Definitely. Yeah. You have a seat at the table because the table is very small. Yeah, right. <laughs> a table of one or whoever you invite, <laughs> whoever you invite to that particular table. Yeah. yeah. No, that makes a ton of sense. And so, okay. So then what are maybe some disadvantages, if not simply the inverse of, of what you said, but maybe thinking back on your particular experience? I would say there, there were a few for me. So I was working on really small projects. And I think from what you've heard of me in the last five minutes, you know that that's not my game. Yeah. So I wasn't really inspired in the proposal arena. Got it. I also think that as much as you do wear a bunch of different hats, especially in my case, I was working with engineers who they didn't want to work at a big company. And had they worked at a big company, they probably would have been managers, yeah. but they were all just interested in design. So right. you get me coming in, in my early twenties and I'm like, social media, let's do this. Let's do this. And they have zero time for it. Mm, yeah. Cause they don't get it and they don't need to, right. because it's like, okay, well we have our set clients. These are the people we've worked with. My manager or boss, whatever, had 40 years of experience. And here I am coming straight from Chile mm -hmm. saying we need to do all this stuff. And he's like, okay, simmer down. They might do that in South America, but that's not how we do things. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, or whatever. I'm sure there's a million excuses. So that's probably why small firms aren't my jam. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you think it's just a sort of matter of ambition I mean, because I, I know there's a lot of small firms out there that are, you know, have really ambitious people like, or, or is it, I guess, maybe just more like a, a personality fit? You know, that's a really good point. And I think the pros and cons are going to totally differ depending on who you ask. Sure. So clearly I don't belong at a small firm, but someone who really loves the small firm family feel, likes really getting to know your set group of people, they're going to love a small firm. They're going to take it on. And maybe they do have a manager that's really willing to hand over the keys when yeah. it comes to marketing or strategy. Instead of saying, you know, I've done this forever. You're here to submit proposals. Right. Right. It all depends. Yeah. It's interesting. Cause you know, there's, there's, marketers that I talk to that, that, you know, can't get out of the proposal game fast enough. Right. And so, mm -hmm. you know, they want to be like super specialized and like just handle social media for a firm or just handle advertising or PR or whatever. And, and so they like it. So yeah, I guess it just depends on kind of what your thing is. And, and so, yeah, if you're at a smaller firm and you like to be this generalist and, and have your finger in a lot of different things, then I think that can be really great. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So let's switch gears. Now we're moving along in your career timeline to this medium sized <laughs> firm and, and maybe so some of the advantages of that situation that might be applicable for our audience. 
I think when I moved to the mid-size firm from the small size firm, I was just in shock over their systems. Mm. They had systems for everything. There was a pipeline system instead of an Excel spreadsheet. Yeah. There was a database that I could pull from and my mind was blown. Yeah. So those are definitely advantages. They were able to support my SMPS membership. That's nice. That wasn't a big deal. They were able to send me to conferences. I wasn't able to go to conferences when I was at that small firm. Yeah. Nor did I feel comfortable asking. Right, right. <laughs> so you didn't yeah. have to fight as much to like get support and learn. And, and exactly. yeah, that's nice. Well, and I had other people to learn from. So when you're at a mid-sized firm, chances are you're not the only marketer. Now, I was one of two in California, but our national team, I could call any of them at any time and just, you know, throw around a few ideas. And that was really new for me. And it was really exciting. Right, right. I also think you do, in my experience, I got to wear more hats at the mid-size firm because they had just enough initiatives that they were slightly short staffed. So it was like, who can do this? Who cares about this? And we'll just stick it on them, which is a great opportunity. And I loved it being able to be involved in external comms, internal comms, helping with trade shows, doing proposals. I found that I wore more hats at the midsize firm and I really like bouncing from task to task. So that felt really good for me. <laughs> yeah, no, that makes sense. And it sort of flies in the face of the earlier hypothesis we made that you get to wear, wear more hats at a small firm where a firm's got to have enough horsepower or resources for those hats to be significant enough to wear, if I can right, exactly. ex extend the metaphor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, so that's interesting. Yeah, anything else about that, that mid-sized experience that, that stood out for you? I think you're able to accelerate your career a bit quicker at a mid-size firm when you're at this, there's, there's just enough latitude. So if you want to really specialize in something, there's probably a need for it. And there's probably not a ton of barriers to getting there yet. Whereas at a small firm, you may already have started at the top of your capabilities. Yeah. So. And that, no, that makes a ton of sense. And, and I can imagine that you having another marketer within the organization was great from that learning, growing capability as well. Was Absolutely. that person, that person was more senior than you at the time? Yes. Yeah. 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 So that's great to have a mentor. Um, you know, I will say, and I guess this is a mini plug for SMPS. If you are at a small firm <laughs> and you feel isolated, there are resources out there, I think, because we really do need to bounce things off of other people. And so, you know, being involved with, a you know, a small group like mentoring group or a peer to peer, um, kind of mastermind or something like that, you know, at, is available through your, your local SMPS chapter. I'll just tack on to that by saying that I figured out that a lot of things weren't normal at my small firm because of the relationships I made at SMPS. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You just didn't know, right. Cause you were isolated. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yes. Right. As a sanity check and like, should this be this way? And exactly. Everybody says, no, get out. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So any disadvantages you can think of being at a medium firm? Um, 
Gosh, I think for me, it goes back to, to big projects. You're on big projects, but not like the mega pursuits. Sorry, my cat is going crazy in the background. I think that you, you sort of, you get that small office feel, but you're still dealing with a relatively large, um, company culture, I guess. Yeah. So you're not able to affect change at the rate that you could at a small firm. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. So let's get to where you are now, which should be easy for you to talk about <laughs> because that's where yeah. you are now. <laughs> and, uh, and so, yeah, what are the things that you love now about being a marketer at a, a very large firm? I really like the scale of pursuits that I get to be on. I love our marketing systems. They're just, they're proprietary. So we get to do whatever we want with them, which is really cool. And I love that when I travel to, or when I used to travel, <laughs> yeah, when I used to travel to San Francisco or Las Vegas or New York, there was an office that I could pop into. And that office culture could be completely different from what I'm used to in my Irvine office. Yeah. So I like that flexibility. I also think that working from home post COVID is going to be a lot more feasible. Whereas I think if you're at a small firm or maybe even a mid-sized firm, they're probably going to expect you to be back in the office. I mean, that's a guess. I have no idea. Yeah. Right. We don't know. And it'll probably COVID, That would definitely be the case. <laughs> I also think there's a, there's a really big strategy that goes on with large firms. They've thought about everything. They have their BD people checking in on clients and reporting back to you. It's not you trying to pull as much information from your engineering staff. And when you are pulling information, this isn't their first rodeo. They get how this goes. They work on proposals quite frequently. So they know what to expect from a marketing person. I'm really lucky at Stantec that marketing is seen as an asset and something that all the technical teams want. There's no like villainship between marketing and technical. That was going to be my next question is like, does it feel more valued? Does marketing feel more valued at this Definitely. larger firm? Yeah. And Absolutely. And, and may just be your firm. You just may be at a great firm. I don't think that is a rule we can say across the board. Right. Yeah. And I think that what some large firms that I've seen be really successful, the people that I know who are at large firms who are really happy They've managed to give you the large firm perks with the small firm feel. So you still are within a district or within a region and you interact mostly with those people. So it doesn't feel like you're at this massive, inaccessible firm until you try and get to the top. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Which would probably be my number one disadvantage is there are lots of barriers and protocols preventing you from me 
going at the pace that I want in my career. So it, it takes a lot more proof to really push through those barriers. They have all their job descriptions set. You know, when they were a mid-sized firm, it would probably be easy to go from secretary to CMO, whereas now it's not. Got it. Yeah. There's certain, what we call them, pay grades or things like, I'm using a military <laughs> analogy, but yes, very clear distinctions. That reminds me of something you said earlier. And if we could just go back a second, and I know you mentioned that the Stantec marketing, I forgot what you called them, procedures or policies are proprietary. Oh, the system. system. Systems. Yeah. So for, for somebody who is in our audience that maybe isn't familiar with that term, you know, without giving away any secrets, what is, is an example of a marketing system? So I'm trying to think. I think at the midsize firm, it would be a vision, I think is what we used. At the small size firm, we didn't have one. But it's basically where you put in your resumes, your projects, your firm history, maybe some boilerplate text, any company information, so staff counts. I'm trying to think what else is hosted there. Got it. So the it's, the, it's the software yeah. technology, the um, exactly pursuits. It's, it has sometimes people put in project photos and all that kind of stuff. Exactly. There's yeah. an acronym for this, CRM, usually. CRM. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Okay. Got it. Got it. <laughs> Our system is called SMKC. So uh, now in my head, CRM is just equivalent yeah, to yeah. SMKC. Right, right. And you guys had it built custom for you is what I'm hearing you say. Yeah. Actually, our vice president of marketing, Kim Austin, helped start it. She was part of like a five-person team that created SMKC. Nice. Nice. Created by marketers for marketers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. And so your feeling is that because of probably of that, what you just said, it, it runs smoother than something maybe that was originally for some other industry and got ported over to AEC and then we all have to adapt to it. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, at least from the marketing perspective, now you could ask one of our technical staff and, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it would be a feel. totally different story. And so your role right now as the mm -hmm. senior marketing specialist, what, you know, what's kind of like, and I'm sure there isn't a typical day, but what are you, you mostly focused on? It's pursuits and putting pursuits. together proposals. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That would be my day to day. We are also assigned to key accounts. So any of our, what we call K1 accounts, I would be helping with the account management and probably leading some of the strategy calls. Got it. That wouldn't necessarily be day to day, but it is yeah, sure. still part, part of, of your responsibility. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Well, that's great. So then you're kind of keeping up with these clients on an ongoing basis. It's not like they just fall off after you get the proposal done. Exactly. Yeah. That's great. So that's a little more full circle. Yeah. And I think it also helps when something like that comes out and you have a really important client, you want the marketer working on it to have that knowledge, that background knowledge of this client and anything you submitted recently. And so if a certain RFP or RFQ comes out for one of my K1 clients, I will be first in line to get that. Yeah. Because you have this ongoing relationship. Exactly. Yeah, that's great. 
And so your path, your career path has been from small firm to medium firm to large firm. Mm -hmm. Do you think that's how it should be or has to be? Or is there another model out there? I think it's perfect for me. Yeah. I could see the value pretty easily in starting off your career at a large size firm too, because you have so many more people to teach you. You have marketing staff in-house. You have the resources to go to all these conferences, to be part of, you know, associations. I think it could go any way. It just, it's worth figuring out what works for you as a professional and where you what are your in your preferences you know, are. where you are in your life and that kind of thing. Exactly. Well, that's good to know. All right. There's something out there yeah. for everybody. And uh, there again, is. it's sort of like just being clear on <laughs> what your own personal values are and trying to align those with an organization size and character that fits with you. Yeah. You know, I heard somebody talking recently about when they're the only kind of marketer, they, they end up sort of only doing right. They're only sort of putting out proposals, but when, you know, they're more on a, in a group with other marketers, there's an opportunity to do more leading and less doing. And, and this particular person, that's what they really wanted to do was lead, right. lead, not do like, basically they wanted to get out of proposals and they, and they just <laughs> felt like, they just felt like that, that for them was, was really yeah, beneficial and, and help them, I don't know, find their thing. So yeah, I think it's, I guess the takeaway again is just what works for you and then finding a place that is going to align with that. Well, I think also when I first started, there was sort of this idea that proposals are something that you grow out of. You must grow out of them in order to advance in your career. And I think Less and less that's becoming the case. I think it's a lot more okay to stick with proposals and maybe you work on larger ones or more strategic pursuits or you're leading pursuit teams. But I, I do think that in the beginning I was sold like, okay, you put in your time now with these proposals, then you get to cast those aside yeah, and right. do what you really want to do. <laughs> But you found you love doing them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what got me in in the first place. So oh, that's great. So Keelan, anything I haven't asked you about this small, medium or large firm marketing experience that you really wanted to answer? I do think there's just one little sidebar that's probably worth making. And that is if a small, medium and large size firm don't work for you. I do know a lot of people that have just gone straight out into consulting like yourself. Yeah, that's true. You get to sort of dip your toes in all these different pursuits, all these different projects. So it's not three buckets that you have to choose from in the end. That's a great point. Yay for people like me too. (laughs) All right. So I think we'll, we'll wrap it up. Thank you so much for, for being a guest and giving us your unique perspective on small, medium, and large. All right, Marketeers, that is a wrap on this week's episode of the AEC Marketeer podcast. I hope you enjoyed part two of my collaboration with David LaCours from PSM Show. As always, if you're enjoying this podcast, I would invite you to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. 
New episodes are released every Wednesday. Chat soon.